You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 212. In this episode, I'm doing honor coaching with Isabel Heeman. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. In today's episode, I'm speaking with Isabel Heeman, who is in my Somba program. Isa is a career and life coach who helps women with work-life balance and finding professional freedom by following their passion. Isa is thinking of niching down and having a more targeted audience, but that is at the same time her challenge. And in this episode, we talk about when it is wise to niche down and how you do it the best way. Go to signal.com forward slash 212 to grab the show notes of this episode and find out how you can start to build your profitable online business. I am excited to be here with Isabel Heeman Hints, who gave me an iTunes review and I decided to give all those people who gave me iTunes review a chance to have on-air coaching here. So thank you for being on the show, Isabel. Yeah, thank you very much, Sikrun. <laughs> I'm very glad to be here. Online, I'm known as uh, Isa Heeman, and uh, I'm working as a job coach uh, living in Hamburg. And yeah, my main interest is uh, improving work life with uh, mostly female who would like to uh, change their work life to a better. Mm. So when you say job coach, is that helping people find a job or being better at their job? Being better at their job and maybe um, finding their true passion, but more like a kind of um, professional freedom, finding their professional freedom. So uh, taking decisions on, is this what I do really, what I would like to do or should I change? Mm. Okay, great. I want to go for another goal. <laughs> yeah. So what's the challenge? My challenge is that I am thinking about niching down to um, mostly female who have studies and have um, done master studies or are doing a dissertation. And this came to my mind because uh, when I did my job coaching challenge, a lot of a female first um, went on the coaching and uh, most of them or a lot of them had made studies and uh, now were unsecure about how to continue. So for example, one uh, very nice person I had on the coaching did master studies, but after she finished with very good results, um, she suddenly got to know or felt that this is not what she would like to do. So <laughs> the challenge is to allow yourself to change. If you said A, it's not necessarily that you say B. You can decide that B is false and you go for another goal. 
And I find this is very inspiring and interesting. And I thought um, I have a very good connection to these women. And this is why I, would, so I was thinking if I could niche down to this um, yeah, tight target group. Well, I am the one. I have four master's degrees. So obviously, I would have been an ideal client if this is your focus. I studied architecture, but then switched over to computer science and then from computer science to business. But I always think, how, you would, how would you run Facebook ads for this? Uh, so that makes me think that when you are helping people find their true passion, you know, what they really should be doing in life, their purpose in life, let's say half of them are right in that spot of finishing their degree and they suddenly realize that's not what they wanted. This happened to me too. But it can also be that they have been at home with a child, young child, and they don't want to go back to the job that they had. They realize that they're not looking forward to it. It can be someone who has been in a corporate job that they used to love, but after 10 years doing it, they're like getting tired. So these are all different situations. By picking just let's say you are in the phase of finishing your thesis or master's degree. That sounds a little bit too narrow for me, but I think your niche is educated women. And that's okay. That's broad enough. Yeah. And you can, not just on Facebook, but also very easily in your marketing language, target highly educated women. So Assuming, let's for instance, that they do at least have a master's degree, whether they're finishing it right in the moment, that's like a, a little bit of a needle in a haystack, you know? They could have finished it a year ago or 10 years ago, but they have possibly this feeling, like you said, they studied something and they're worried about having wasted their time and you are going to be the one convincing them, no, nothing is a waste of time. This is just a part of your journey and you needed this to realize that actually you're meant for something else. Yes. Yes. That's it. That's it. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> that was easy. Uh, so you are running a challenge. Now think about these women. Someone is busy in a working career and suddenly they realize that they are not happy and possibly they have been unhappy for a long time until they take action. That's typically the case. You do not take action until something has been brewing in the background. What is the next step that the person would do? The person will do... Um, they know they want help now. Uh, they know they want help now. They know they want help now. I think that the first step, or in these cases, it was the surrounding of them, uh, like family and friends, who told them, uh, go ahead and find someone who can help you to solve this problem. Could be, if they talk about it. Some people will not talk about it. They will just, on their own... I think they will Google they will Google. They will Google, need help, feeling stuck. Yeah. Don't know if the way or the path I'm on is uh, still right. Yeah. Yeah. I want to uh, quit all. <laughs> so could you figure out what they would Google? They would Google, for example, uh, does anybody feel like me? Feeling stuck like me? Normally uh, it's two words. Two words. Two words. Yeah, of course, people like a whole sentence. People write normally into Google how to blah, 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 and write the whole sentence. But the way you would create your content, you would focus on being known for a combination of two words. Or in this case, you know, if it's in English, I would probably type in find my passion. 
If I realize that I am not doing what I love anymore, maybe I loved it, but I don't love it anymore, or I wake up one day and I'm feeling that's not it, what do I want? It doesn't necessarily mean I'm going to start a company, but I want to find my passion mm. or career or a change of career. Yeah, change of career sounds good. Change of career. Change of career. Find passion. Mm -hmm. Yes, you might type feeling stuck, but people, you know, you know that if you type in feeling stuck, you will get all these blog posts about feeling stuck and it is not necessarily a solution. You know, you're talking about highly educated women and possibly they will rather type in, you know, they know what kind of action they need to take, even if they can't take it on their own. So they will start with inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. So they need inspiration that this is possible. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so you need to share stories from yourself, from your clients, also stories that you've maybe read somewhere mm -hmm. and share this on social media, build up content on your website, blogs, where you're sharing inspiring stories. I can tell you why, because four years ago, well, probably four and a half, I was in that place that I didn't know what to do next. Like I wanted a business, but I didn't know what. And I've shared this numerous times on my podcast and on Sigrun TV and elsewhere. And I started to write, my first blog post was stop thinking, start doing. And then I wrote how to find your passion, how to find passion from your childhood experiences, how to find the right business idea. So I wrote about what I was struggling with basically, and was just exploring, you know, it was like a therapy for myself. And a year later, I get an email. And there's a man that says he's been reading all the blog posts about passion and finding the right business idea that I wrote a year earlier. And if I do coaching, and I said, Yes, I do coaching. And we had a discovery call and decided this was a fit and then I told him the price and he paid it the same day and for the next six weeks we worked together and he even renewed and worked with me for a while and that's why I can say he needed to read those blog posts before he reached out to me he needed to get inspiration that yes you can find your passion he wasn't a job he felt stuck he felt there was more to life so I think that's exactly what you're talking about It doesn't mean that you have to start a company, but you want to find that you're doing something that fills you with joy. Yes. So finding passion, career change. You need to brainstorm this, possibly ask previous clients or current clients. What would you search for on Google? You know, like try to think back. It's difficult to ask this question and you might not, you know, you, you see what kind of answers you come up with and if they are a fit. So when you create content, you need to optimize for this because Google will do its magic for you. Now, besides from Google, you also need to have something on your website and on social media and inspire people. So when I run my course, Passionathon, when I'm helping people find their passion, I do run ads. I invite people to a webinar to find their passion. Mm -hmm. So you could run like you're doing a challenge, but I doubt the challenge, like a Facebook challenges, I know they work really well, but they also take time. Think about your ideal client. Is your ideal client, let's really ask ourselves if your ideal client 
likes to participate in a Facebook challenge? Hmm. Yes, uh, I'm not sure. No, I'm not sure either. So I was um, doing um, the next step, uh, just creating some contacts uh, via Xing. So that's where I can a um, little bit do a more refined research because I get there the um, job status. Another thing would help them only find their true passion, but to find the way they would like to work that feels right. So that means I want to empower them also to um, stand up for um, their rights, <laughs> let's say so, even if they are in a company and uh, try to shift um, their work life there in the company, not, on, um, not leaving the company, but staying the situation and turning the situation around like uh, getting self-confidence. So for example, when um, I did the coachings with the women in doing their dissertation, it was not necessarily the outcome that they said, okay, I will quit my dissertation, but I will go on and I have to let some other things go. Like for example, having uh, three jobs besides, I can't do all at once. So um, it's a little bit... It feels bit... like a second department in your business though. Yeah. Yeah. So when you want to help someone find their passion, it means they're not necessarily happy in their job. So it has nothing to do with boundaries. Mm -hmm. It is more about you're not being fulfilled by the job you do. When you help someone with their boundaries, then you're trying to make them happy in the job that they have. It depends. Um, so we are starting from not an unconcrete feeling or the person who comes to me has this unconcrete feeling. I can't go on anymore and I don't know why, but I'm very unsatisfied. I'm not happy at all. So we are going on the way, finding out what it is. And sometimes it's the decision I took was uh, maybe right then when I took it, but <laughs> not yet anymore. And uh, some of them come to the conclusion that uh, my decision is still valid, but I have uh, to change things in the surrounding that uh, keep me from being happy. Okay. So find passion is, would not be a good angle for you based on this. Yeah. So the angle is a happy career or happy, you know, work-life balance or, or like, I think find passion will distract from the main goal. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because the main goal is either I find a job that will fulfill me, or if I'm a, in a job where I'm not fulfilled, could I change something in the job so that it makes me happy, or do I need to change the job? Yeah, exactly. That's a different, a little bit different angle to what we just talked about before. Although the strategies apply, I might look for a career coach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I might type into Google career coach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Career coach. Yeah. And it also might be that if I am employed by a larger company, that the company is also smart enough to hire a coach. Yeah. Not just the individual. So that might be another angle for you to uh, go into companies or talk to HR departments and say, this is my specialty, you know, helping people be happy at work. Yes. This can result that one or two people leave because you cannot make enough compromises to make them happy. And it's also not good for the company, right? 
Yes. That's always the danger when people really look for their true passion or whatever is that, uh, or let's say do an MBA and are funded by a company that they will actually leave the company because they figured out something new about themselves. But it's worth the risk. It's worth the risk because everyone else who you can help be more happy at work, stay. Yeah. So I think you have two angles. You have to focus on HR departments and have a project, like have some kind of a project for them where you will talk to all people in a department who wants their help. Maybe it's voluntary. Maybe they don't have to do your training, but you would be someone that they can reach out to and say, uh, okay, we have this someone at work and they've been sick a lot or whatever. Maybe it's time that you have a chat and figure out maybe there's an underlying reason that they're constantly sick or, you know, whatever is going on. Like you could be someone on demand for the company, but you could also do a full-fledged training for a whole room of people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the individuals. Because the thing is when people are unhappy in their job, bigger companies, especially those who care a lot about their employees, they do pay for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's when you're in a smaller business, then it's less likely. And then it's more on an individual basis. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I need to find you over Google. And maybe I see an ad from you. But I do think it has to come from a place of like, oh, yes, I'm not happy. And how do I take the next step? So how do you target these people? You know, what would they have liked on Facebook, for instance? They're not a small business owner. They're typically in a career. They can be all over the place. They can be all over the place in a career. So you can target education. Yes. Okay. I can target education and... And you can target also that people are working, you know, not stay-at-home moms or entrepreneurs, age group. But the percentage on happy versus happy, actually, there are some studies that say is it 50% of people are unhappy in their job or something? Oh, really? <laughs> ah, it's a huge amount. So maybe you have to know this because this is what you could use. Ah, okay. Yeah, in your uh, social media and just when you create an article, it's always good to recite some statistics. Did you know that 50% of people are unhappy in their career? It's time to change that. Join my, you know, how to find joy in your job webinar. Because if I read that sentence and I'm, my interest is piqued and saying, oh, I'm one of those 50%, I'll read on and I will be interested possibly joining your webinar or something. Because we, we didn't finish that discussion before about the challenge. I do think if I am a full-time employee, mm -hmm. do I have time for a challenge? Probably not. So you might want to test webinars and see which one works better. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Depending on your program, maybe it's not webinars, you know, maybe you have some videos, but you need content. You need content. I need to go, be able to go to Google and Google you and find you and find articles. I need to rank for what your uh, keywords are. Mm -hmm. With at least one or two blog posts, you want to come to the first page. The reason that guy found me, do you know why? It was not because I rank highest for find your passion. That's a very competitive keyword. And there's a lot of big, big companies that will be on the first page. No, I wrote a blog post, how to start a company in Switzerland. Ah, 
I don't want to help people doing that actually, but I just wrote the blog post and it ranked really, really well. It was number one on Google. Ah, okay. Yeah. And that's how he found me. So he found that blog post. He felt that was a detailed study and well-written and sent from there, he found the blog post, find your passion and find the right business idea. Mm -hmm. So you need to create a piece of content that people will find so that they are interested to read more and eventually contact you and sign up. Ah, okay. So um, may I have another question? As I don't have a, a large email list by now, I created a freebie. Uh, it's a checklist uh, according to your advice, how to achieve my goals. The thing I had in mind was uh, when you say, don't um, sell the people the things that you think they need, but the things they think they need. <laughs> Is it clear That's enough? True. Yeah. So my uh, idea was um, a person who uh, thinks um, it's too much. I don't know what to do. I need a goal. I need to work harder to achieve my goals. Mm, I'm not sure that's the right assumption. No? No. You know, in order to uh, find the right freebie, you need clients, paying clients, that you pinpoint their pains. You know, like you, you really figure out what's bothering them. And based on our discussion today, I feel, and you correct me if I'm wrong, that your client is in a job or thinking about starting a job. They're not fulfilled and happy. There's something wrong. Maybe it's a boss, maybe it's the surroundings, and maybe it's a passion. They're not sure. Mm -hmm. So they are stuck and they would love to find joy. They would love to look forward to going to work every Monday morning. Mm -hmm. Am I correct? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. So the freebie with the goals is not the freebie I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. If you want to word it positively, 10 things to find back joy in your work, or, you know, you have to rephrase it and word it better, but it's a checklist or a short ebook or something quick read that would spike interest with someone who is not feeling fulfilled. Okay. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> It's solution driven to the problem they think they have. So we all know, and you said before, and we agreed on it, that you are targeting educated women. Working harder is not going to lead to better results necessarily. Of course, we have to pay our dues and we have to, when you build a business or you start a new job, you work extra hard, but it is not a solution if something isn't working that you just work harder. They know, I think your clients are smart enough that they know that there's something wrong with the way they're doing things or the surroundings are wrong or the job is wrong, right? So you, in your checklist, you hint at these different reasons why this is the case, yeah? Mm -hmm. Is it the boss, you know? Is it the people around you? Is it what you do on a daily basis? Mm -hmm. But if your freebie is a how to find back joy, of course you need to offer some solutions. But at the same time, as you're offering the solutions, you uh, make them aware of potential reasons for their problem. Mm -hmm. Okay. So my takeaway for you is to create a signature piece of content. We call it the epic blog post so that you can rank on Google, that you create a freebie that is aligned with your 
stream client. Based on our discussion today, we know who the stream client is. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have a time for a Facebook challenge. You will try videos or webinars or something that takes a lot less time and is more geared to your educated audience. Mm-hmm. Okay. So video or webinar. Okay. You have a to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> well, Isa, thank you for being on the Honor Coaching Call. I'll see you back in Sampa. Thank you for joining us today and I wish you best of luck. Yeah, thank you very much, Sikun. It was a really great outcome. <laughs> thank you. Want to know how I built my business? In the Seven Stages video series, I share case studies from my business so you can build your business faster. Go to sigrun.com forward slash 212 to sign up and there you also find the show notes. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.